caught on to the new time. Where's the, uh, well, we're live. Let me play the intro. <laughs> oh, let's play the intro. <laughs> said no it's your hand <laughs> sorry. sorry i never get it i never get it uh thanks it's for not they're me. not funny they're not funny that's 30 well, at least we're on a wednesday we're early we're wednesday. it's a wednesday loud and we nerdy jw call we have people jw call will join uh joined by my amazing co-host paul spratt everybody oh, is and- uh we're early Fun and we're on time. Announcement. Uh, we're early. We're on time. We're on a Wednesday. We have we're a great guest Twitch now. So we are streaming we're, to three places. Wow. Uh, so wherever we you fire. want, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And Twitch is added because uh, you guys were voting enough. on the what movie we're going to do a watch along to. We're going to attempt it, see how it goes. Looks like it's going to be Cabin in the Woods. Uh, I love the Cabin in the aggressively Woods. Uh, voted for cat. I was really hoping for some shirtless Ryan Reynolds, um, but no. I mean, it got votes. It got I picked votes. some really. I picked some really obscure movies on Amazon that I thought I was hoping we would get something weird like Return to Horror High, which is a great, <laughs> nope. a great Cabin slasher. in the Woods. Straight ran away with it. It's all Cabin in the Woods. So uh, I'm okay with looking, that. That would be a good time. I, I'm actually. I haven't watched it in a long time. I will watch the shit out of it, write some jokes. So I am thinking uh, I ran the date by you, but we'll see how you guys feel throughout the show. But uh, October 29th, the Thursday before Halloween, uh, maybe like in 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, something. We'll sit down and watch some Cabin in the Woods as a group. We'll hear some jokes. It'll be a good time. It'll It'll be be a good time had by all. I like the I like the idea. I like the concept. Um, I'm happy with the voting. The voting's gone well. This is yeah. this is odd for us. We're on time. We have a great guest. Uh, it's Wednesday night. You have a big night lined up. You have a huge night coming up. Very excited. A lot for of you. talking. A lot of talking. A lot of talking tonight. Well, um, why can't you do the 29th, Velvet? Let us know what day do you, we asked you guys what day you wanted us to do it. So tell us what day you guys want. And we will do that. But I just picked Thursday because I wanted to do it before Halloween. Plus, we want to try and get this dry run of this out. Yes. Because yeah, I want to try and do another version of it. So, so very exciting. But very exciting. 20, we're doing a lot. 29th is tentative. Tentative is the 29th. Tentative. But we'll see how you guys feel. Well, we want, want to get Friday, it in for Halloween. We do Friday. I could do uh, – we'll figure it out. Maybe Friday would be good because I don't have shit to do, really. <laughs> At least that Friday, I don't. Well, it's it's um, the only thing I have but to do Halloween is the weekend. So is the, Ma- is the Mandalorian four or five times? I mean, it'll be there when we're done. <laughs> yeah, no, no, um, but no, it, it should and be good. Tell, I, tell Missy to get in here. I spent hours on graphics for the show, so <laughs> she wanted the graphics back. They're back, and they're back big. <laughs> I put some effort in. So, I, uh, yes, he worked. He worked very hard this week because people were complaining about it. And well, but Missy I, said you li- missed the graphics, and I was getting did. lazy because I didn't think anybody liked them. So I brought well, them back. I think, I, back. I, think, I think you did good work. Um, uh, so, how was your week? Did you watch anything fun or new or exciting in the on the interweb? Anything going? Ooh. Uh, 
my days blend together, but I watched The Outpost. Uh, is that the one about Afghanistan? Yes, great, but also aggressively depressing. <laughs> it was like a great movie, but it made me sad. <laughs> it's it's got a Black Hat Dawn feel to it. Um, it does. You know, it's, it it's a very good war movie. Uh, the characters are great. Scott Eastwood acts super well in it. Uh, Lando Bloom has a little uh, cameo, but ooh, the rest of the like it's based on a true story, and it's a pretty bad true story. Um, <laughs> Not yeah. great. Not, Not great. great. Um, so that you watch that. I uh, Netflix has Aaron Sorkin's new um, The Trial of Chicago Seven. I am going to mark it right now. It is definitely a Best Picture nominee, and it it may be the front runner. To be honest, not be. I, what about this David Fincher movie that's supposed to be come out? Well, I mean, David, anytime David Fincher touches anything, he, it has a chance. But it's I'm supposed to be the right behind now, the scenes of uh, the making of Mank, Citizen Kane. Yeah, Citizen Kane, Mank. The trailer um, came yeah, out. I didn't watch Mank, it. Yeah, it's fantastic. Gary Oldman, black and white, looks amazing. It's it, it's going to be great. Um, also, Gary Oldman very scared about doing this particular role because. A Fincher didn't want him wearing any makeup or prosthetics or anything. He just wanted him to be Gary Oldman playing this character. Which is so Gary, never Gary, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman was very nervous. Yeah, it made him very nervous, but it also is a, it was a challenge. Because Fincher actually, I guess, went to him and said, look, you you bury yourself in all these characters and you do these great performances. Fantastic. I just want Raw. I just want you. And, and he said, okay. And he signed on. And now we're going to get a movie about the making of Citizen Kane. One of the greatest movies ever made. Velvet says news is too hard right now. I need mentally easy right now. So she's oh, on no. Sopran- gonna... Sopranos is a mentally easy. Mentally binge. easy. I well, get it. Don't I get, I get it for Velvet? Yeah, I, I understand. Wait until after the election to watch. The well, episodes. no, the trial of uh, Chicago Seven is not is is a great testament to American democracy. It's about it's about the trial that took place after the 1968 riots at the Democratic Convention. Bobby Seale, Tom Hayden, Abby Hoffman, all put on trial. Um, you know, just a circus-like atmosphere. And it is Aaron Sorkin writing a screenplay about a courtroom. It is amazing. And it's got background stuff on what, what happened at the, the 1968 convention, the Democratic convention in Chicago. It is, it is as important today as it was then, and it may be even more important now. So... One of the great movies of the year. One of the uh, nothing, nothing but good performances all over the place. Um, everybody in it, uh, you know, Mark Rylance, my, uh, Michael Keaton's in it, Frank Langella's in it, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's in it. Who's about, he's about to have a very big week, um, you know. So it, it's a really great American movie, and Sorkin uh, delivering, you know, very few good menish with you know how it incorporates a courtroom trial into the proceedings. It's one of the best movies of the year. It's uh, without a shadow of a doubt, and it's really, really well done. Um, so I can't talk about it enough, actually. I'll have to watch it this week because with our announcement later, I'll have some free time to watch some movies. Uh, well, so I'll the be able to big, catch up. The other big movie of the week is Borat's coming. Borat, the second Borat subsequent movie film, dropping on Friday. You're not excited? No, I, like, I'm excited. I wasn't because- a huge fan of the first one. Oh my god! We, okay. This is a new segment thing, anyways. We're skipping ahead. We're skipping ahead. <laughs> we I'm sorry. We're, we're, we're talking. We're talking. I'm sorry. I, I, I we get talking. You're right. We, you're right. I'm sorry. Get I'll it stop. together, JW. We have how we have segments for this shit. 
But yes, no, I'm not excited for Borat, but we'll talk about it more later in the do news. Really call segment, it, do you call it Borat? 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 Whatever the fuck. Borat. Whatever. It's, Borat. it's not Borat. It's Borat. Whatever. It's, Bo yeah. What a waste of time, like Velvet says. No. <laughs> the man's a genius. And the fact, uh, we'll talk about Give it. Give me another okay. jackass if we're going to make movies like that. Let's go. No, no, no. <laughs> yes. um, okay, so I'm also I'm also very excited. Um, I'm, I just finished Utopia. We can't talk about it because you haven't watched it yet. But Utopia on Amazon Prime is really good, too. Um, Dark, John Cusack. The Q. Uh, I, I would say it would be a much bigger hit if not for the fact of what we're living in right now, because it might be too close to home for people. I'm going to be honest. So when you right. go to watch it, if you watch can't, it, it's, it's, about a, it's, about a, it's about a virus oh. pandemic. Well, Velvet lost me. It's just a jackass was also a waste of time. Well, yeah. so, so we were on the careful. same team and then yeah, be careful who, you, who you root for. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what about, what about Quibi folding up the tents today? Quibi just I saw died. That they were giving it away for $2 billion. For $2 billion. Can you live in a world where there's a $2 billion gamble? It's yeah. a gamble. It was a dumbass idea, though. Well, I, I don't think it was a dumbass idea. Just bad, like... 10-minute segments? Like nobody really wants 10-minute segments. They want, they want half-hour shows. <laughs> like... I, the idea that you could make, you could put two billion dollars into this, and then all of a sudden go, "I can't believe it didn't work." You mean, right. you mean the time we're living in right now, which is a just a fountain of of long form storytelling? Your yeah. ten minute ADD riddled stories didn't work. Oh my god, what a shot! I'm, I am, I am shocked. But if anybody wants to give me star power, if anybody wants to give me two billion to, to gamble on something, I'd be more than happy. You and I can launch a network for two billion. I guarantee <laughs> yeah, they, they could have done a lot. Well, they tried to launch a network. And they could have. They could have stopped <laughs> hunger. Yeah, a lot of things could have happened. Two, two billion dollars, um, but that's dead. <laughs> um, what about my other favorite, the the story of the week? That's kind of like taking on a life of its own because people need stuff that to to cling to and be home, like home with. Charlie Brown is not going to be on CBS. It's not going to be on television this year because Apple bought it up. Also a news thing. Come on, JW. Wait, wait. We're not, Okay, I'm sorry. We're not doing the news right now. We do the news after motivation. <laughs> That's how it goes. We have a sorry. segment. I have graphics. Look, all... I'm all thrown off. We're early. We're on time. The technology is working. <laughs> Don't hold me to these things, Paul. I can't be judged. Get it together. All right? okay. I sent well, you a I'm... whole outline. I was on top of it. I, I you See, did. Joseph said it's showtime. Sorry, I'm trying to do other things, and I and I am also annoyed with it too, to be honest. But there's nothing I could do about it. It seems like the one time that I have anything going on is with the time that everybody wants to do shit, and I'm like, I have six other days of. I'm going to take. I'm going to take, take a little bit of pressure off of Paul. Doing nothing. <laughs> this is not all Paul's fault. Some of it is my fault. We can't talk about it, but I, I, the part of it was me missing a show. So this is not all. The last two weeks have been my fault. <laughs> the week before so. that was me. So I'll take full responsibility. I am thrilled. We do have, I'm, I am super stoked about our guest today. Our guest today is a, is a, um, a very, he's an impeccable, impressive mentor like person to me. Um, and he's one of my favorite people in the world. So I'm ecstatic. Ty Ray is going to join us to do movie motivation. 
Wow, that was quite the introduction, JW. I, I got a lot to live up to here. You're going to fuck this up. <laughs> don't, don't ruin it, Ty. Um, well, no, no, but you and I, you and I have got, we go back, we don't go, like, we've never actually met in person. No. But we have, we have uh, lived, like, we've lived online together where we've just, we, we, we chat, we talk. Um, you, you've always been a really nice thing. We, we had a couple things where we were doing shows together. Um, I had a great, we had a great interview actually with, uh, with the ch- the kid from, uh, the boy who could fly. Yeah. I remember that totally. Um, but you did, you still do your podcast beats and eats. So you're like a yeah. podcaster. Yeah. Once in a while. I mean, you know, guys, sometimes life just gets in the way of things. Right. So you mean you this life? Yeah. This, so this life gets in your way. How, <laughs> Hi, how does that happen? So, uh, I, I don't devote a lot of time to it, but once in a while, you know, something will, will get me motivated. And, you know, I, the thing about beats and eats is originally I was doing it with Nick Gelso and he's really into the Celtics and he has a different network called CLS network, which covers the Boston Celtics. And by the way, he has lived the dream. He moved from Pennsylvania to Boston to cover Boston Celtics basketball in a network he created. My God, that's pretty awesome. Uh, Paul, so, has a, Paul has an audition later uh, for for an NBA podcast. So I we're all oh, it's it's very all, cool. it's, it's nothing but rock tonight, baby. So, also, <laughs> so Nick Small World has his attentions on that and beats and each is just kind of it's just kind of there. We don't really do much with it, but once in a while I'll feel the urge and and uh, I'll record something. I'll see something on Twitter and I'll reach out to a guest on on Twitter and if they say yes, I'll do it. If if it takes too much work, I won't do it. But uh, I do miss podcasting. Uh, I just I miss performing to be quite honest, guys. I mean, I would yeah. 20 years of my life was TV and radio and I really don't do that now except when I give a sales presentation and it's not quite the same thing. <laughs> Oh yeah, right. it's a little bit, a little bit different. Well, yeah. and like, like I said, it was great. I, I'm you. I reached out to you. You said you would like to do. You'd love to do it. I'm happy to have you. So here's how this works. You're going to do a segment, uh, an inspirational speech, or or a movie motivation. Uh, Paul is then going to try to guess it. He's going to get it wrong. Wow. Now the percentages, oh. the percentages don't go well. For so. Paul. I, well, I don't think well since I don't think he's seen this movie. I don't know. We'll oh, find out. No. Oh, that's rough. It's even worse. It's even worse, but he he should pay attention to clues. Yes, so, please pay attention to clues. To clues. Um, so what I would say is, well, I'm going to say three, two, one, action. You're going to deliver the speech. Paul's then going to miserably get it wrong. The audience in the in the comments is going to go crazy, and and we're all going to uh, laugh and enjoy at Paul's expense. Okay. Um, very exciting. So you are you ready? I, I, I'm ready. Uh, please forgive me. I've I've tried to practice so, this so. Okay. Oh no 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 don't don't no 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 don't do. Here's the thing. We it's a real funny thing. The movie motivation. We have people come on every week. Every week I get a, I get a I get a message or something. Right, not you today, but I get a message from people. I'm panicked. I've tried this a bunch of times. I'm nervous. Don't be nervous. We're no. we're here. Everybody's here to have fun. <laughs> I have goddamn Star Wars toys behind me, Ty. You got You can't take me <laughs> seriously. Yeah, look at look fine. at Yoda's right here, buddy. So three, two, one. Action. Now, when it comes to the war and social justice, there's simply not a difference between Humphrey and Nixon to make a difference. And so we're going to Chicago. Young people by busloads will go to Chicago to show our solidarity and our disgust. But most importantly, we're going to get laid. We're going to Chicago peacefully. We're going peacefully. But if we meet there, we'll meet them with violence. You better believe that we're going to meet with violence, nonviolence always nonviolence, and that's without exception. 
Paul? I I literally have no clue. No clue. Paul, no, no clue like from earlier in the show or the city that Ty mentioned or anything? Like do it Chicago, again? Boston. Uh, uh, I'll try to do it with accents this time. <laughs> okay. So I don't think Paul knows Ty. You want him to do it one more time? I could do it no, one more time. No, I'm, even if you do it one more time, I am 100%. Listen to clues. There are clues here. There are there clues. Are clues. There are plenty of clues here. I hear the clues. Okay. I'm like, I'll, you're I'll, no, I'll stress, I'm I'll not stress missing the clues. Is the movie Clue? Is the movie no, Clue? No, it's not Clue. It no. is not Clue. No, there's no, no. Colleen oh, Camp. This is the Chicago. May, is it Chicago? <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, Ty. This may be the darkest since the night. I'm not going to lie, Ty. This may be the darkest stump sprat and movie motivation night where somebody didn't act, didn't actually just hand him a, a softball. We had somebody oh, on from a, a Rocky Horror Shadowcast. Wait, Rocky Horror Shadowcast who did Rocky Horror, and oh. Paul did not guess Rocky Horror. I talked myself it, out of it. <laughs> So, I got it in my head. Ty, what's tell them what the movie is? Because I mean, uh, we've only talked about it for like ten minutes. No, the movie is uh, the trial of the Chicago Seven. I was trying to stay topical. Oh, fuck. Are you that serious? That was Tom. Yeah, that was Tom Hayden. I was going to do <laughs> J Dub. I was going to try to do it. Yeah. I was I was working on an Abby Hoffman uh, impersonation, oh. but man, I just he I was so pull good. It off. He was so uh, good. Sasha Baron Cohen was so good. Paul, you just saw it too, right? I didn't even watch this movie yet. It Paul, just came out this week. <laughs> to see this. No, this is must-see TV. This is, like I said, Paul, I, I, and here's the thing. I tried to, I, I went against my very nature, and I cheat, I tried to cheat Stump Sprat by saying, listen to the clues <laughs> of everything that you've heard tonight. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. But, so, Ty, where can people find Beats and Eats on, on, is it still? Where's it? Where's it on? <laughs> what you, well, you did the last show? Where you just did the last. You know what? Where is you it located? Follow you just, me. You could. You, you just did a show, didn't you? You yeah, just did one with the Democratic. One of the Democratic. Yeah, uh, I just did one with Bob Schrum. Who, uh, if you're a polit- politics junkie, you'll understand that the, he, he's a pretty no. amazing guy. Great speechwriter and great consultant. Although he did work, I might say, uh, I, I don't know how successful he worked on the Gore and Kerry campaign. They lo- <laughs> both lost. And he worked, <laughs> and he and he wrote a Ted Kennedy speech that's incredible from 1980, the Democratic Convention. It's like legendary. I mean, it's a legendary yeah. speech. Uh, but you can find me at Coog88 on Twitter, where I talk about all sorts of things from politics to Miami Dolphins football to Celtics basketball to movies. Oh, it's two a time. It's two a time, buddy. Oh my, what's with it that? Is I don't it's understand. Do you guys? Do you guys get I, that? I don't understand why I you would get talk. it, but not when you're in playoff contention. It makes no well, sense. I, you have- I, I, I'm, I'm going to take a different take. I don't get it. I, I get it if you're playing for contention because you think the kid right. can be like lightning in a bottle. I don't get it not starting him against the Jets and then starting him against the Rams. Right. That's just – that's like, okay. No, so, two of his uh, first week is against the Patriots, I think. No, no it's, it's, it's the Rams. It's the Rams. He does, oh, he does have Donald. a bye. He does have a bye week, though. Yeah, he has. He has Aaron Donald. That that's going to be like, hey, you're cute. Can I break you? Yeah, yeah remember that hip injury you had in college? Yeah, <laughs> that's can usually I, can I dislocate when they switch quarterbacks is before the bye week. It's <laughs> well, before the bye week. I mean, it's like but, always. I would just, for my take, like if anybody, I, I watch a lot of Raider football, so I, I know about disappointment. The idea of putting a kid out in the front of Aaron Donald instead of throwing him out there in front of the Jets, where 
nobody was touching anybody on yeah. Sunday. Would have I think it would have been better and like and then you have a big no, news story today that Fitzpatrick's angry. So it's like yeah, it's, and he's, it's weird. He's upset. He was he's sad. been such a good sport about everything, and I, you know, and and I feel you know what you're getting into. I think we all have he's a little Ryan Fitzpatrick in us, don't we? Yeah, we just, <laughs> you just want to we box around, but yeah. Um, but he knew he I, wasn't there forever. Yeah, like, but yeah. Once they drafted Tua, it, it was only a matter yeah. of time this season. But you can't have the kid ride the bench the whole season. It's not like you're Kansas City where Alex Smith was carrying you to right. the playoffs or whatever. Like the time is now. Like you're and, building now. And not to prolong this, don't you think pressure was added on the organization because Burrow and Herbert had played so well? Yeah, they're playing great. So you got you got you got to get them out there. Yeah, yeah but I mean, who is in a better situation than Burrow is? Burrow's getting murdered on a weekly basis. Yeah, like, it's true. But Burrow's well, going to be on the uh, Andrew Luck train unless they yeah. really do something about that offensive I, line. He's getting destroyed. He has impressed me though. Uh, but Herbert, man, I saw a lot of him out here because I'm, you know, I'm, yeah. I went to Washington, Washington State. State. I'm a, a Pac-12 guy. Yep, yeah. absolutely. And uh, Gardner Minshew, baby, Jacksonville. <laughs> Um, it's crazy down here. People wear mustaches and everything. Yeah, I wish they. But I wish the team was better. But is is that is that you watch a lot of movies? Is the Trial of the Chicago Seven the best movie you've seen this year? Best picture this year. Most relevant picture. I can't say enough about uh, the, script. Let, the script. The uh, script. It's it's incredible. I know he, he plays a little fast and loose, but I want to point out just some of the performances, and I'll let you guys go. I think Langella is is a is a treasure. I mean that guy. <laughs> <laughs> what you know? I, I watched Dracula not too long ago from like 1979. It's fantastic, and here he is in this film. Uh, Cohen is amazing. Uh, you know, Keaton blew my mind. I was looking at Keaton, going, he might get a supporting actor now. Just so, the 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 line where he's so looking good. at the lawyer and he's like, "So uh, when's the time you realize I'm your star witness?" Yeah, it's it's just killer, right? If we're in a theater, yeah, I mean, hey, the applause, the doors, the doors go, the, the doors get right, blown off. Right, exactly. Uh, Gordon Levitt is incredible. I mean, who isn't good uh, in this film? Um, even Eddie Redmayne, who I'm not a fan of uh, uh, particularly. Okay. Um, he's terrific. I mean, he's but, terrific in this. But uh, best movie I've seen in a long time. Uh, most relevant movie. There are so many themes here, guys, that we can apply to today. To right now. It, to right yeah. now. Um, it is essential viewing. It's not just must-see TV. It's essential viewing. It's a and, civics lex lesson done by Yon Sorkin. And Yaha uh, Mateen Neves, the kid who played um, Black Manta and Aquaman, he's the new Candyman. He is fantastic Thanks. as Bobby Seale. Just yeah, amazing yes, as Bobby Seale. But it's a great movie. Ty, thank you for taking time out of your very busy you bet, schedule. Guys. All the way across the country, by the way. We've now hit three states. You're in Washington. Paul's in North Carolina. I'm in I'm in Florida. Thank you so much for coming on. And I look to I look to talk to you again. And, and please keep in touch. And, and you bet. much for love sure, to you. Yeah, and your come family. back anytime hey, Paul, and do a Paul, movie good. I've actually got a chance to watch. <laughs> good luck, Paul. Good luck to you. No, thank you, my friend. Thank you. you bet. Take care, guys. Take care, Ty. Thanks. See ya. That guy. Um, that guy is the consummate. Dude. Yeah, he's a fantastic guy. Consummate professional. Um, he is super smart, super really, super nice. Like one of the, when we started, like we started doing the podcast and then he has his own podcast. He reached out and he's like, if you ever need any help or anything, you let me know. And, you know, and now we, we're us. We're, you know, we do what we do. We um, do what we do. We do what we do. <laughs> but it was good. It was good having him. Um, tell Ty to get Andrew Yang Andrew on his Yang. podcast. 
I love me some Andrew Yang. Andrew, Andrew Yang, I think, is too big right now. Andrew Yang is – he's getting ready for a cabinet position. He's hes on CNN every third day. Yeah, him and Mayor Pete. Well, Pete's, Pete's uh, on enemy, enemy territory. Is he, uh, yeah, he's, he goes into Fox. As yeah, always, share the link. Please share the link, especially since we started early. Get the word out there. Show the out. people. The word out there. Tell the peoples. Um, you ready to get some news? Get some news, Yes, Where do you want to start, buddy? Start with something we've already talked about because I'm an idiot. You want to start with something we've already talked about? <laughs> oh, no, let's um, start with- well, let's, we'll get right into it. Let's get right into the Borat 2 this Friday. Okay, yeah, Borat 2, subsequent, subsequent movie. I'm excited. And here's why I'm excited. I, I love the first movie. I thought it was genius. I'm a huge Andy Kaufman fan. I've always been a huge Andy Kaufman fan. I like event comedy. I like comedy where things happen. I, I will tell you, I once pulled a prank at the University of Scranton. I was in an improv class. We did a murder on the quad that people didn't know was not real. <laughs> and our professor actually got in trouble for it because it was so real. So <laughs> I am a big believer in doing this. Now, the, I, and where I think it's a, a, an incredible idea and where I think it may be an incredible achievement is that if he's able to pull this off twice with everybody knowing who he is, knowing what he looks like, knowing what the gig is, that's, that's like the greatest trick in history, isn't it? Isn't it the greatest trick in history? If you can get somebody to believe in the devil twice. Well, that's what I was surprised. I was like, how is he getting away with this a second time? So there's no way you can get the, I don't know. The surprise factor's got to be gone. It's got to be super well, well no, planned. But that's what I'm saying. What if it's not? What if we get into the movie on Friday and it's it's as crazy as you think it could be? I'm sure I, it's I, crazy. I'm sure I, it's I, disgusting. I'm sure there's some gross I, parts. <laughs> like I feel like Sasha Baron Cohen's known for doing just gross things. <laughs> so I can't wait. I cannot wait. And and a part of me can't wait because I feel like he's the in, the reincarnation of Andy Kaufman. He's He's the guy that gets people to look at themselves. I wouldn't put it that far. I mean, Coffin was a whole other thing. I think Jim Carrey is the closest. Well, Jim Carrey became Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But if what Jim I'm Carrey saying did is Andy Kaufman stuff, the, same, but- the same kind of stuff, the level of things that he pulls off. Like taking everybody out for Coco after a night with the Rockettes. Right? right. Everybody gets him busted. I feel Cohen is one of the people that can pull something like something like that off. Although he, you know, he makes us look in the mirror at ourselves and it's not always pretty. So I, I'm, I'm just intrigued to the fact that I, that he's did it twice. Well, that's most of the reviews that I read is like, um, they were like, maybe it's not the time for this movie, but I'm so anti, like I started out this cool. I was having this talk with Tyler, my buddy, who's also a comic is that I started out this quarantine, like, I don't know. My political views are all over the place, but I was pretty left, like pretty liberal, pretty. Now I'm just like, I don't know what I, but I think people are being too sensitive. I think we should have movies like this when things are fucked up because you should have stuff that talks about how stuff's fucked up. Like we can't just hide from it. We can't just pretend it's not going on. Oh, this is upsetting. Don't fucking watch it then. That's the most annoying thing. Like, oh, this offended me. Don't watch it. If it offends you, don't watch it. Let other I'm, people I'm, who might enjoy it enjoy it. My yeah, my level of excitement is off the charts for it. It's I mean, there are a few other things I'm more excited for, like next week, 
But this is one of the highlights for me where I look at it and I go, I'm really looking forward to it. Because, again, he can pull if he pulls it off, if he walks into a Republic, any Republican congressman, any Republican senator and pulls it off, I will be impressed. We'll see. What else? What else he got? Uh, well, we'll look skip around a little bit. Look, look at you me with in graphics. the graphics. Dexter. Boom. Coming Dexter's back. Dexter's coming back. Okay, so don't take this you, wrong. Were way. you a big Dexter fan when you watched I was it? In a, I, my wife was a much bigger Dexter fan than I was. I watched the show. I I I lost track after Lithgow. Well, this right? is one of those shows that were really good for what it was on seven seasons. Five of them were really good. And the Nine. last two it was, were it was really on, bad. It was on eight, right. It was on uh, eight, eight I think it was eight seasons. Oh, so well, I, that makes sense. The last two, whatever the last two yeah. seasons. And, and I was reading up on it. I was reading up on the different things. <laughs> Season eight ended. <laughs> Jeez, we can't win tonight. Everybody hates everything we're talking about. <laughs> why, why is his head flat? That's a good question. The graphic just, that's how the, that's how the graphics look. It's, it's I don't know what to um, I, here's the thing. The show, it's a 10 episode limited revival at Showtime that they're going to try to fix what is widely regarded as one of the There's worst, one of the worst endings, endings of all time in, in TV history, where our, our lead serial killer became a lumberjack in the Pacific Northwest <laughs> and lets everybody else basically die. Yeah. Or um, leaves them behind. So I, here's the thing. It was a great performance. It was a great show. Hall was really good. Michael C. Hall was fantastic. Um, I think it peaked right around the time Lithgow was on, and I don't know. I don't know that I'm excited for it. I'm. I, I, there are things, I am, if you told me that we're they were going to revive revive Firefly or Buffy or Angel or any anything, uh, you know, I'd be more excited than Dexter. To be honest, I think Angel went on too long. I see bringing Buffy back. Buffy would be fun, but I mean, only if the only reason I'll be excited for this is maybe they do fix the ending. And they have like a great idea for the ten episode to really bring it back together. But other than that, like I don't know, like fuck that shit. Yeah. So yeah, that's coming back. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's, apparently, Velvet just got her mind blown by the end of Dexter. Yeah, it's stupid. It's stupid. it's a bad ending. It's a very bad ending. I don't even and, know and how it honest, got we've past. Had a long time. We've had a long time. It's almost ten years. So we've had a long time. If people want to get and at ten me years, for, and for, people are still like, "That's a fucking shitty ending." That, that's yeah, a terrible you know ending. It was bad when people we've, were like, "We've, I had, that we've had the Sopranos end, and it wasn't great." You know what I mean? So it's yeah. Dexter is still higher, worse than the Sopranos ending. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, other big news of the week: the Charlie oh, Brown so thing. Oh, Charlie Brown. Charlie, you want to do some Charlie Brown? I, I put do. Charlie Good Brown grief. sells out to Apple TV. <laughs> I don't well. Certainly, the Schultz estate sold out to Apple TV. Good grief! This is a this is a. I, I got to tell you, this hit me hard today, and then it and then it also hit me hard, the reaction to it. So I put it up on the wall and was just chit, chit chatting about it. It was bound to happen. Either Charlie Brown going to Netflix or YouTube or Hulu or where one of these streaming places. But the idea that Charlie Brown isn't going to be on television, isn't going to be on TV. For the first time since 1966, and and here's the thing. Here's where it gets. Here's where it gets weird. It has nothing to do with the fact that it's well. First off, Apple TV. Not everybody has, so everybody kind of goes, Apple TV. My phones don't even work, and they're upset about it. There's too much money, whatever. But the right. real interesting thing is, we're in the middle of a pandemic. We need as much warm, comfort food television as possible. 
and if you don't have Apple, you don't have Apple TV. You don't get Charlie Brown you Christmas. Don't you don't get Charlie. You don't get Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. You don't get Charlie Brown the Great Pumpkin. Charlie Brown, nothing. You get nothing. They're all gone. And then they announced today that get this, it gets worse. Um, the seventy. Okay, so peanuts. All things peanuts are going part to Apple TV. So new original series, new specials, second season of Snoopy and specials. New specials, second season of Snoopy in Space, um, Peanuts Gang celebrated. The new specials are Mother's Day, Earth Day, New Year's Eve, and going back to school during the pandemic. Um, they're doing a, a 70th anniversary documentary called Peanuts in Space, The Secret to the Apollo 10. They're why doing does everything all- have to be in space? Why? Well, why? Why? Snoopy, Snoopy's always been in space. He's been fighting why? the Red Baron for years. But not in um, space. That's but- his dreams. That's, <laughs> That's okay. That's what happens. They'll, they'll play in the no, yard. It'll just be like a Muppet like Babies. A Muppet I just Babies read a review. Space. This has nothing to do with Charlie Brown, but I just read apparently Fast and Furious 9 goes to space. Fast and Furious goes like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> are, what? Well, Elon, just, Musk, Elon Musk is going to space. Why not? Yeah, but that's real life. And that's Elon Musk. Wait a <laughs> second. Did you just say Fast and Furious is real life? No, I said Fast and the Furious is not real life. Elon oh, it's Musk not real life. Is. I was going to say, I was like, there's a lot <laughs> of... It's because Jason, Jason Space was Jason, dope. So Jason Jack. Space was Quit dope. Quit fucking with my shit. That's what... No, here's the thing. But, I think that's what we should do. Oh, Howard <laughs> the Duck was in space, and I agree. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> Howard the Duck is terrible. Certain, certain TV shows like they do old historic buildings. Like Charlie Brown... Thanksgiving and Christmas stuffs are like historical landmark TV shows. That should so be on, should be like yeah. protected so that they but, only uh, so, need. They should be so, still even if okay. So if Apple bought it, that's fine. You can make new shit. You can put it on your Apple thing. But app, like Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, should, Halloween, should and Christmas should be on TV. We need it this year. We need all those things. The other thing I think it is interesting this year, is, anytime. But but this year especially. This year especially. Do you know what I mean? People are going to be disconnected from their families on these holidays. Everything, <laughs> everything's like everything's happening. What I would say is the interesting thing is the reaction I got from one person was they're taking everything away from us. And I said, what are you talking about? And the person said, oh, well, they're, they're taking away my shows. They're ta- they sold it to, they sold it to Apple. They did all this stuff. And I said, who's they? And then I said, you do realize this is, this is pure capitalism. CBS <laughs> did not pay for the rights. You think QAnon is taking away? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> no, they were, it was oh, definitely not QAnon taking away. Of shows it was, taking it away. Was, this was definitely somebody that I felt probably thought it was an Antifa thing, to be honest. Yeah. Joe and Biden I, ruins it, Thanksgiving. It, it, he sold Charlie, Charlie Brown to Apple TV. <laughs> I, I swear to God, it happened. And I went like this. I'm like, this is just capitalism. CBS offered a certain amount to the Schultz estate. Apple offered more. They are now exclusively home to Charlie Brown. But it's sad. It, I feel like the country needs it. I hope we don't get into any area. I hope they don't. And I'm going to say this, and I don't curse often on the show, but please don't fuck with my Rudolph. <laughs> it's coming. I look forward, it's going I look somewhere. Forward, I look forward every year. My ne- my nephews are young. Every year we tape it on on whatever our our cable company is. We tape it on the DVR. We watch together. We watch all of them. We watch Here Comes Santa Claus. We watch uh, Rudolph Shiny New Year. Everything. If they take Rudolph away from me, I will be very upset. I'm letting you know now because I will rage on this show. Well, here's my Charlie argument. Brown. I'm not. I'm not. 
Charlie Brown. No, I, I love Charlie honest. Brown. Charlie I love Brown's Charlie Brown, shit. but it's not most better than relatable, Rudolph. most relatable cartoon character. <laughs> Charlie Brown. But and Velvet, my, Velvet, Velvet brings that I'm, point up. Put up Velvet's point. I know. I know other people curse. Paul curses. I try I not curse to all curse. The time. I know. I try not to curse. I try not to curse, but if, please don't fuck with my Rudolph. It, it's Every time not, YouTube is like, is this show for kids? And I go, no, it fucking isn't. No, no it isn't. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. No. Well, the, that was my argument. And every no nobody listened to me. I was like, there's too many streaming services. It's going to get back to how cable is <laughs> shitty. And that's where it is. I saw today there's four new ones I've never even heard of. <laughs> like, why do we keep... Who? What idiot is like, I'm going to start a startup. You know what I'm going to do? Stream movies. No fucking stupid. There's already seven. They just gave two billion dollars to the guy it. doing ten minute Stop movies. It. What are you talking about? It's everywhere. Stop it. Stop okay. It. So that's one you of the more depressing. Combining st- them, there should be. That's four. one of the more depressing stories of the year. That that is. It's, well, it's it's so it's such a depressing story. I mean, 2020 is pretty. pretty that's a pretty bold statement to say that's the most depressing story of the year. 2020 has been pretty shitty, and we're not done. <laughs> we're not done. So it could continue to be. They're probably way more Rudolph, sad stories. Rudolph is my favorite. Like I, I, I love. I like the Charlie Brown stuff, but Rudolph is my absolute favorite. I, I like. I, I love every. <laughs> I love every aspect of Rudolph. I've always loved Rudolph. I always like the fact that all the other reindeer were kind of dicks and they were mean to him. And then he got he got one up on them because he had a better nose than everybody else. As a fat oh, kid, you have you you lean for those things when you're younger. You so hope like and Rudolph pray. was your more relatable cartoon. Like Charlie yeah, well, Brown was me. Well, I like I liked everybody. I liked everybody in Rudolph. Rudolph. I liked, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I liked everybody in Rudolph. I liked Yukon Cornelius. I liked her. I liked Herbie. A dentist. He doesn't want to make toys. He, he, I was always that odd kid who didn't want to do like I don't want to do that. I'd rather do this. Right. So Herbie, Herbie, and right. like I, I love Rudolph. I, I watch Rudolph. The two things I watched the most when I was a kid that led to this. Was Rudolph, and every year, um, and if anybody remembers, I'm old, I will say it. Every year, um, every year they would run the Wizard of Oz, and it was like an event. Like they take out big ads in the TV guide, and it was like every year they would run the Wizard of Oz once around Easter on CBS, and it was event television for me when I was a kid because I love the Wizard of Oz. I still do. Still think it's one of the one of the ten greatest movies ever made. Um, the comments have taken a turn. Yeah, there's a weird place. But let's switch to a happier story. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> um, Ryan Reynolds works his love of Mariah Carey into Free Guy. So yeah, there's a lot story of, I read today. A lot of music. A lot of Mariah Carey and Free Guy. Apparently, Ryan Reynolds had a lot of dialogue screenwriting work. I guess they gave him the script and he went back and reworked the dialogue. And while he was reworking the dialogue, he was listening to Mariah Carey. And now Mariah Carey is a huge part of the movie. Her music, fantasy, uh, dream, something. I don't know. So that's why when you see the trailer, it's very much uh, Mariah Carey-centric, which was interesting. I thought it was kind of funny. And I didn't know Brian Reynolds is that deep in the process of the screenplay and all that stuff for the movie. So, I mean. Well, he's very much right now. He is a – big player. Now, whether or not he, he chooses to go the route that Clooney's gone or wherever, but he has as much, uh, you know, control over his movies as almost anybody. His movies open, his movies box office, his movies do well. He has two R-rated comic book movies that have grossed over $300 million each. 
he can write his own ticket. He just he just signed up to do a, a movie with Sandra Bullock too. So they're going to reprise the, the proposal thing, but it's an action comedy. Like it's like a, um, I want to say it's a romancing the stone kind of thing. It's like that. I wonder how uh, Blake Lively feels about that. Cause I mean, that's him going back to acting with a chick he used to be not only married to, but now it's like, I don't know. I think Blake Seems Lively weird. would be fine. Blake Lively would be fine when he cashes a $20 million paycheck and comes right back home to her. I they seem like a happy money. couple. At this point, he's got so much money. I feel like yeah. he made the right moves. Well, that's, but that's what I mean. So he gets to choose those things. He can go but in he's and did, say, seems to be doing different. Clooney seems to just drop off the face of the planet. He got humongous. He became the dude and then just stopped doing anything. No, he's making – he does a lot. Of, remember, like Clooney has a whole social justice thing going on where he's going around the world with his wife who is a, who is a lawyer that, that deals in human traffic and all kinds of stuff. Clooney makes one, Clooney or, one or two movies a year, and they're Not usually. When's the last me. movie you made? He's got one coming. There's one coming. Trust me. Um, what is it called? Oh, I can't think of the name. Damn you! See, one coming my ass. He does. He really does. IMBB right now. I can tell you what it's about. It's about a a scientist um, where a plague is happening on, on the um, in the world. And basically, he is he goes to, and basically is trying to. Midnight Sky is the name of it. So, last movie Boom. he did, other than Catch Twenty Two, the TV miniseries, in two thousand nineteen was Money Monster in two thousand sixteen, which are about right. four years he ago. Can, he can pick and choose. Ryan, so Reynolds. he's not doing one or two a year. And the movie you're talking about is called The Midnight Sky. That's what I just said. Did you? Well, yes. I was too I just, busy googling. I can't do. I got a lot of shit I'm going into. You got a, you got a lot of graphics and whatnot. There's there's so many things. It's overwhelming. There's You're a little, little doing a lot over here. Are you a little nervous? Are you a little nervous about late? No. Next, no. His down, head is wait. not flat. See. Yeah, his head is not Looney flat. thumbs down. That's no that's boom. Yeah, nipples and Batman. Fuck him. Batman is the bat first. Uh, Reynolds is becoming his own studio. It, that it makes sense. It, I mean, he's got that it, kind of it, power. It, yeah, he does. So, but yeah, John Paul, you are absolutely right. Reynolds is, has his own power because. He opens movies. If you open movies, you can write your own ticket. You can do whatever you want, and you can make your own brand. You can have a cell phone company, have a gin company that gets sold the gin company hundred million dollars. Um, yep. but yeah, I, I understand. And it. all With off regards, straight brand alone, because I'll tell you what, not very good gin. It's delicious gin. I love it. Uh, you and I no, disagree about. I just don't like I'm gonna gin. tell you. Maybe possibly like that's gin. that's possible that my mom my mom liked gin so that's where i kind of got got the taste like right, got the taste right here um, right in there right in there last story for news my you story. brought it up god so we'll probably spend a little bit of time on it sinister science study finds sinister is the scariest movie of all time yeah this is interesting they wired people up <laughs> and they 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 put them in a room and they basically had them watch all kinds of horror movies and Sinister got the most adverse reactions of the test group. Did I, where did this test group? This is the kind of test group I want to be a part of. Like, how did I, how did I miss this? You just well, get, I, I they think just measure funny, your blood pressure while you watch movies. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't like know. Fucking like, great deal. I, I think what, what's interesting there is I think it's a good movie. It's a scary movie. It's well done. You know what I mean? Like, it's just one of those things where. Of all the movies, of all the horror movies they showed, this uh, this group, 
sinister. It was the most scariest scientifically. Well, I mean, they have a long list, so... Uh, it beat a lot of uh, movies. It beat, beat a, a lot, lot of, of movies. So Begus Jump Scares by Heart Rate was Insidious Sinister, The Exorcist 3, The Conjuring, and The Descent, which makes sense, all those movies. The Exorcist 3 has the, one of the largest... Yes, The Exorcist 3 has one of the largest jump scares I've ever seen in my life. Well, Insidious gets the biggest one at 133 beats per minute, then Sinister at 131... The Exorcist three at one thirty, I wonder. The I wonder one twenty nine, and the Descent at one twenty two. I wonder if Sinister. I wonder if it's the moment when they do the camera pan and the guy's face is there, the red face. The first time you see him in the movie, I wonder if. I wonder if it's specific moments. Like it, it's got to be jumps, right? It's got to be like the scary moments that they're measuring. So I, would I, so. I, I, I can tell well, they you, they measure like, a lot of stuff. They really like. They uh, went all in. Down. Yeah. yeah. So and Sinister wins. Of scariest movies based on all of the things that they uh, measured. Number one being Sinister. Number two, Insidious. Number three, The Conjuring, Hereditary, Paranormal Activity, It Follows, The Conjuring 2, The Babadook. The love movie the Babadook. sucked. Love that movie. The Descent. I hate that movie. You love that you, movie? That movie I sucks. love The Babadook. The, Babadook the Descent. Is and Incredible. the visit. Maybe I'm just a broken person because I watched the Baba Dude yeah. and I was like, this fucking movie sucks. <laughs> I like I like movies where there's obscurity to it. I like movies where there's where it could be that somebody's twisted or it could be a crazy guy in a book. Also, the Baba I mean, Dude. did it up to thirty five. There's a hilarious. Goes to thirty five. Yeah, there's an hilarious person. Have you ever seen the picture of the person that went to a Halloween party dressed as the Baba Duke? It's one of the coolest things. <laughs> well, that seems like a great costume. That's a oh, great that would be a costume. great costume. Um, here's the thing: I, there, there's a lot of good movies on this list, but a lot of them are recent. These are this is a very recent list. There's of a movies. lot of new movie. I mean, A Quiet Place is number twelve, but no, the there's some in there: Nightmare on Elm Street, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Scream is on there, The Exorcist is number seventeen, The Shining is number thirty-three, The Omen's number. The I mean, it, it's and a the good mix. But The Shining and The Exorcist at seventeen and thirty-three. That's that's kind of low, don't you think? For the, um, I mean, the they're psychological, is, scary. Yeah. So it doesn't really get your heartbeat it, going. No, it, that's, no, I it think doesn't. that's the difference. Yeah. That's what they so, measured it by. Is how I mean, if you're terrified, your heartbeat well, had, goes up. We've had a wonderful like horror month. It's been great. But Sinister, Sinister is a good movie. There's a bunch of like Sinister newer, didn't make any of the lists. Not one. I, I know the paranormal ghost demon possession list. Sinister did not make it. I told I told you that's why one of the ideas I had for the 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 other list was that we could have done what I told you. What we I don't want to say it because we're not going to do it, but we could have done anthology? that. Anthology, you can say it. anthology. No anthology, I wanted to do. We should have done, but I understand. I get it. This I don't think there's enough movies or anthology to oh, make a list God, of. So, there, there are so many. Um, but what I was going to say is the the other list we were talking about before we announce what our new list is going to be for this week. Um, the other list we were talking about was doing modern horror films. Like what are the best last 15 years, last 10 years? What are the best horror films that have come out recently? Because a lot of our stuff was, was older. So, but this I feel list, like it still wouldn't have made it. You don't think it Sinister would have like made type of people, I don't think so. I mean, Insidious made our top five demon supernatural possession list. Sinister did not. 
Conjuring. I think, well, made Sinister, it. Sinister is part is is also in Sinister and Insidious kind of came out on in, each other, and they're both great movies. Like all the movies on this list, um, are solid horror choices. The Conjuring, the two Conjuring movies, the two main Conjuring movies are my favorite franchise great. going. Great. What's the word on A Quiet Place 2? Does it get an official release date? It's bumped. Yeah. It's bumped the next year. Fuck. June, July, something. They're going to be if we have theaters and they and and we get movies, there's going to be movies every every week is going to be a new movie. It's going to be like Yeah, 2021 is going to be like the greatest movie going <laughs> year of all time. Well, then, yeah, because every week is going to be amazing. Every, well, and it, it's going to everything's going to cannibalize and there's going to be like five or six super large hits and then everything yeah, else is gonna man. everything we have it everything else is gonna make a hundred million dollars like you can't tell me quiet place isn't gonna make a hundred million dollars or you can't tell me free guy isn't gonna make whatever it's gonna make like all these movies are gonna well, make free money. guy once, once we get theaters the december release date yeah, it's, it's, i mean it's probably gonna get pushed but right now it still does i'm like we talk about this every week it's come on movie. um okay Time for the list. Time for the list. Ooh, wait, hang excited. on. This was a good list. I'm mildly disappointed about one thing, but we can get over it. Oh, okay. We'll talk about it. Let's Ooh. go. Top five vampire movies. Vampire movie. So we, had a, we of course close, had a tie. But we have five. one week left. We have three-way tie for five. That's what I. Three-way tie for five. So I'm gonna technically, shock we're people. top fucking seven because nobody can make a goddamn decision. Yeah, um, yeah, we, we, you guys have tough. See, here's the thing, though. We gave everybody five, and now we still have none of the problems are solved by giving them five. Well, I think starting not maybe not this week because it'll be interesting to see what the top five this week will go. I don't think we'll have a tiebreaker or whatever, but. No, now on, I'm just going to. This one is very specific. <laughs> very specific. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'll let it figure itself out, and then if we do have ties, I am going to put it back to the people to figure out what it is. No <laughs> more past five. Shit. This shit, because I ch- actually this week I actually honestly tried to do my homework and watch all of these movies, and I still couldn't. I mean, five is still a lot. John, John, <laughs> I, I, John, I agree. I agree, John, with the statement John just said. What? 21, oh, like- 2021 will be like channel surfing from one blockbuster film to the next. Yes, if they it's get everything great. under control, if they get everything under control and we have theater companies that aren't out of out of business or are owned by studios, which could happen. Um I could see that. Well they, they just got rid of they just got rid of a court ruling, so to fix that. So number five, the the, the three that tie to five, Paul, are what? Do we have graphics or are we just Oh, I have graphics. Graphics for oh. everything. Everything's oh, got go. all day, all day tied graphics in this show now. Tied for five, baby. So tied three for five. Oh, Thirty days okay. of night from dusk till dawn and Nosferatu. Which now, out of these there, two, I watched Thirty Days of Night and From Dusk Till Dawn. Okay, uh, so I if you haven't seen the original uh, Nosferatu, there's also a '79 version with Klaus Kinski that's really good. It's the original vampire movie. Um, it, 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 Nosferatu is Count Orlock, the gentleman you see there. It is a great old uh, movie. It's very scary. It's it's old. It's, it will take less than half hour of your time to watch it. It is well worth your time. It is. It's amazing. less than a half hour. Yeah, it's it's very short. 
Oh, fuck. Very, I didn't know that. It's, it's <laughs> I, it's I just saw it was movie. black and white. I was like, fuck that. It's a silent movie. <laughs> I was like, no way. Movie. I'm not now, watching a black and white movie. I'm gonna and shock it's a silent people. movie? Fuck that, too. I'm going to shock people. 30 Days of Night, I rewatched it, and I got to tell you, I think I hate it more now than I did before. What? This was the one you were going to have a problem with? No, no, no. I have a problem. I have a much bigger problem with the list itself. But this one, this movie, to me, is everything there? It's great. I, I'm I'm gonna preface this by saying it's everybody loves it, and I know everybody. I know why everybody loves it because it's fast. There's a lot of action, and it's it's vampires, and you've never seen them this way before. The feral. It's it's a it's a great concept. Everything works. What I'm gonna say to you is, and I mean this, and I, you and I differ on a lot of our opinions on things. I would have liked to see a, a vampire movie about Alaska with a vampire family moving in, buying a new house and 30 days, 30 days, just watching the progression of everybody in the town getting killed. I don't what find do want, any coneheads vampire movie. Get the fuck. Yes, out that would work. No, but what <laughs> I'm a saying completely is completely different movie has nothing to do with 30 but, days. But, of night. but you but just days, pitched a whole different movie. I pitched, I pitched a better vampire movie. I mean, I pitched, you pitched a vampire movie that happens in Alaska that's not even close to this one. But, but what I'm saying to you is the feral vampires aren't as interesting to me as the allure of vampires to me is that they're tied to sexual energy. They're tied to uh, attracting mates and, and, and then taking life from them. <laughs> yeah, um, you just proposed a vampire sitcom. She's right. She's right. It's not, it is not a vampire sitcom. It's not. I really like not, this movie. And it's to not. rewatch, the only real it problem work. I had it with the it end, this time. The ending is terrible. The ending is mad. Bad. I do like it. I do like, I mean, I like a sad ending. I'm one of those guys, do the opposite where everybody leaves and you're like, ah, fuck. Um, no, wait, wait, hold but, on. I'm being attacked whoa, in the comments. Whoa, you I'm are. being attacked in the comments. <laughs> JW wants Twilight in Alaska. No, I don't. Yeah. What I want, what I want is Fright Night in Alaska. I want the dangerous vampire that is a neighbor that moves it into town. Sound and like he's dangerous. It sounds like they're going to play Seinfeld music every time you murder somebody. <laughs> well, no, no, but no, no, but you, <laughs> no, no, but you under you understand the difference between like a feral vampire and a regular. Like yes. I, my, I prefer my vampires to be Jerry Dandridge as opposed to. Um, whoever Danny Hudson's playing in 30 days a night, they all just blend together with their guttural language and they're like, yeah. they're, they all with the, the fangs and the, and like, let me ask you a question. Where the fuck do these vampires blend in? Where do they blend in to be able to eat anywhere else except for Alaska? Uh, my issue, my, <laughs> oh, boom! <laughs> what we do in Alaska would be fine. Uh, yes. My what we do yes, but not a comedy. I want an actual horror film, what we do in Alaska. Well that's the one thing we do agree on is that <laughs> I think the vampire characters could have been more fleshed out. I get maybe the terrifyingness of them was that there was no point to what they did. They're just eight and just you know, all that other shit. But I wanted to learn more uh I don't know. I, the interaction between the head vampire and Josh Hartnett's character was interesting. And I wanted more of that. They could have spent less time hiding out in houses and like trying to, I think the, it's, it's trying it's, to save I, people over and over. I think yes, kind of got old. It's, I, I got to tell you, I rewatching it last night. 
I understand why everybody loves it. I do, but I but watching it, I just go. It becomes it becomes very one note. The vampires aren't interested. I always viewed vampires as being super exotic, dangerous creatures. And Not these like are that just, black and white dude in the bottom. He doesn't look exotic well, he, or dangerous. But yeah, but actually, with, when you see him in the movie, he's actually he's actually like. <laughs> That picture does not make him look terrifying at all. (laughs) I feel like I can fuck that dude up. (laughs) Just so we're clear, this particular actor and the character is seven and a half feet tall. Oh, well, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. What I would say is the feral vampire thing wears thin for me. And and I I watched it last night again. I like all the characters. I like, but I don't like the shaved teeth. I don't like the blood all over the place. I don't like, I, I was watching it going, this is boring. It bored me. Like, I know they changed it up and that's what they said. They part of part of it. They, they made it look cool. And it was exceptionally, it's a great one-off, but I, I don't know. It just, for me, it's not one of the great ones. Now from Dust till dawn. I'm interested I, in reading the graphic love- novel and seeing how it compares because that's yeah. what based off of. So yes, from Dust till dawn is two separate movies. Almost. Right. From Dusk Till Dawn is a great caper movie at first. Well, it's like everything Tarantino does. It starts yeah. with it starts with one hook and well, then it ends in another place. Tarantino directed by Robert Rodriguez. Yes. But it is but still it's still a Tarantino script. Yeah. Right. I mean the whole thing with taking the family and Harvey Keitel and Yeah. Uh, so it's got it's very for dark me, in the beginning and of, the real three, of, the th- of the three at five, for me from Dusk Till Dawn is better than thirty days a night. Well, but I mean, not, what would you out of these three? Which one would you should say should be five alone? Ugh. Tough call. It is a tough call, and and that's I, where I would say I, where I, I'm I angry with the where I'm angry with the list. Where I'm angry with the list, I can't talk about it. But where I'm angry with the list is that that there's no way that these three movies are better than a movie that didn't make the list. I already know so, which one you're going to say, but we'll get yeah, there at the end. It's, it's fine. It's but absolutely right. I would pick From Dust Till Dawn just because of Tarantino. I mean, I, love I think From Dust Till Dawn. Facts, I think From Dust Till Dawn is a better movie. movie from beginning to end. Clooney crushes in that movie. And what a better yeah. way to leave ER than do From Dust Till Dawn. <laughs> also, it doesn't it doesn't hurt to have Selma Hayek as your yeah your, your head vampire. That's the other thing. There's nothing there, and and that's the thing about Thirty Days a Night. I know they're there's feral. No sexy. I know, yeah. There's, there's not no there's sexy. nothing alluring about them. Like imagine if one of the vampires didn't have giant fangs, all, all razor teeth, by the way. Every single one of them has razor teeth. If one of them didn't have fangs and was like a bait, a bait vampire, at least some difference. You wanted a bait vampire? Just one of them was hot for I no reason want, whatsoever. I just, no, I just want one of them. I just want something that tells me that they'd actually be able to evolve and survive in the in any any other place than Alaska with no with no with no sunlight. The more oh, yeah. I think about the movie, the more it frustrates me. It does drag in the middle, but it's, it's got a better. weird transition from what the first part where the like I said, two movies combined together. It's got like a weird like okay, now we're a vampire it, movie. Like <laughs> like okay. But it's got a lot of action and it's fun. So yeah. I pick from Dust of Dawn out of those three. What's yeah, four? I would do number What's four. four? Let's yes. write one in. A great choice. I did not a, get a chance to watch this, but I am going to because it's got so much well. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm watch this both, is actually. I, I'm. I'm. I think you're going to hate it. I'm. Uh, I feel probably, you're going to hate it. Pretty good chance. I'm probably going to hate pretty, it from the reviews. So, and so first it, off, first off, it's in Swedish. Um, it's a Swedish vampire movie, and it. I. It's the idea that vampires aren't necessarily feral. They're they're very conniving and very 
it, it, it's a very much a character story between a little boy that's that's bullied and uh, this person he meets at his apartment complex. And it it's dark and twisted and and it has one of the singular greatest vampire scenes. There's a scene at a pool that is you haven't seen it, folks. Holy shit. It's 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 an incredible sequence. And the performances are great. The little girl's scary. The little boy's sad. And it's just it's it's got a dark tone to it that's just very like, you know, the kids being bullied at school. You mean every Swedish movie? (laughs) Every Swedish isn't uh the girl with the dragon tattoo, isn't that a Swedish movie too? Uh, the first one was, yeah. So yeah. They did those in what about the sequel? I mean, the remake of this movie. Let, Let Me in, in is the remake. Um, very good. Not not as good as the original, but similar in tone with the, uh, you know. Um, well, I'm very interested t- to watch that one because that's Matt Reeves who is doing That is Matt Reeves. Batman. He, was, he was on fire. It, and, and basically he loved the original. Watch the original first. The second one's not bad. Um, it, it's, it's good. It's just not, it's not as good as the original. Is my you know right. and sometimes sometimes foreign films are a little bit better the well, first yeah time. they do it right and then we Americanize it <laughs> well and this I'll be honest let me in isn't too isn't too bad in that regard yeah um, right. it's actually we'll see it's actually I'm gonna watch I'll report let the, back let the right one in let the right one in I I absolutely adore and I thank everybody for putting it on their list all right ready for number three three number three Lost Boys. Rewatching okay. this, I don't think it belongs. Ooh. I know it might catch some shit, but in the rewatch, this movie's pretty bad. Uh, it's fun, <laughs> but it's pretty bad. Like Robert Patrick or whatever, the, Jason Patrick or whatever the fuck guy, he's known Robert for being Pat- a great actor. Is it Jason Patrick? Whatever the hell his name it's is. It's Jason Patrick. He is. He he's is. known for being a great actor, but in this movie, he is terrible. Terrible. Well, it's not his movie. I mean, you got it's the still terrible. It doesn't matter. He's paid to act in it. And his acting is terrible. So here's the thing. This is a... This Corey is a Feldman, gen- what's the voice he's doing? That weird voice he does the whole time? I hate that shit. This is a generational movie. This is a movie Ooh, where see? people... Velvet says, love vampires, hate the Lost Boys. I did not like it in a rewatch. I was like, this movie sucks. It had great potential. It could have been Goonies with vampires, and I think that's what they were trying to do. I don't know. I think it's I think it's a testament. It, it, the fact that it's still around. It came out in 87. It was just a a teen, a teen horror film that got thrown over. Nostalgia is a powerful drug. That is true. true. Um, but I would also say, I think there's good moments in this movie. Diane Weist is really good. good uh, Bernard Herman, Bernard, Bernard Herman's really good. There's a lot know. of good pieces to this. Still I, a lot I, of bad. Okay. What's I don't know. Two? I just I rewatched happy. it and I'm like, uh, it's just like, I wanted it to be so good. Cause I haven't watched it in a long time. So it was basically like watching it for the first time. Cause I didn't remember a lot of it. So I was like, "Ooh, it's like a re, like I've seen it for the first time." Kind of, I was like, "This is not good. It's just not good." There was a lot of bad acting. I, it was well, real yeah, cheesy. I mean, it's a teen. It's a, it's definitely a, an eighties horror film. It's, it's, Kiefer Sutherland was the best part of it, to be honest. He's really good. Um, he's great in it. Um, I, I actually, I think the jokes still hit. I mean, it's still you they know do, but holy shit, it's the it's the it's it's he's Eddie Munster. I mean, it's kind of. Funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's some but, good stuff in it. There's some good stuff, but, but there's a lot of some good stuff and a lot of ones that didn't make the top five. I could have yeah. picked something better than this. <laughs> John, John wrote something funny. Uh, yeah, see, so this the, is one of the two the, films that made me think Schumacher was a good choice for Batman. 
I was, was the actually, other one. Was the other one Falling Down, John? Falling Down is a fucking great movie. Falling Down is a great movie. So I was excited not, for this because I didn't remember and saw it was Joel Schumacher. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And then it wasn't. <laughs> and, it was, and then okay. now, after watching this, it makes sense why his movie was a shitty Batman movie. Because this this movie. <laughs> I got you. Well, oh, oh I'm, I mean, this is a rare night where I am pretty much crushing it in the comments and you're getting <laughs> torched. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You don't like 30 days a night. And I all mean, of a sudden people any movie should turn off to get laid though. So I don't know if that's really a knock on the movie. That's, that's not as, uh, not if you've been with somebody for a long time. That's not how it works. <laughs> if predator, if predators on you, choose predator. Uh, um, no, the client was the other. Um, okay. Um, what's number two, Paul? Number two interview with the vampire. Okay. I didn't get a chance to rewatch this, but I don't um, know. Okay, so it's got great production value. It's got cool vampire stuff. Um, Brad Pitt's really good. A um, lot of good things about it. Tom Cruise is awful. <laughs> Just look at his he's face. All, it looks like he's, he's going to blow in this movie. He's terrible in this movie. Um, and so, you know, he kind of... But it's it's still good. It's solid. It's not the well, best. Well, you can't movie. have a bad movie with Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise in it. Like, there's no way. You know what I mean? Like, that's. But I do like this. Is one of those things where about the allure of being a vampire. It it goes back to what I was saying earlier. If imagine if they had done feral vampires with these two, like it, it would have ruined. Like, there's no reason to have a vampire movie if you're if you're going to do it and be feral. Like, but but every vampire is good. It, it's not the best, and it's certainly not the best work that. Not number two. Not number two. Like I don't know. I think it was I, that's name alone kind of. Yeah. Sometimes uh, having a Brad Pitt or Tom Cruise just gets you votes. Well, Pitt's great. Pitt's great as Lewis. Like it, it's, uh, you know, um, it's a, the the child performance is really good. Like it's it's a oh. good movie. <laughs> oh god. So Velvet says what Tom Cruise is better than Pitt. He was a fucking amazing Lestat. Go read the damn book. Ooh. You're right. You're right, Velvet. He was such an amazing Lestat. They never made any of the other Lestat books. Ooh, hammers! Hammers have been dropped. I never. Saying, s- I don't. They made actually, other movies, but not with Tom Cruise. Because I'm hating on this, this movie, one. and now I'm thinking about it. I don't think I've seen it. To be honest, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like I don't think I've watched it. I, I haven't read the book, but what I was saying, like Tom Cruise never would play Lestat again. So. If he was a great Lestat, if it's a character that he dominates and takes over, he'd never got well, a chance Brad to play the role said, again. Uh, Brad Pitt said he hated making this movie. Not hated. He said it yeah. was just miserable with the yeah. pale makeup and the yellow contact lenses and he was in the dark for fucking six months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, this shit um, sucked. But it's it's okay. It's not, it's not, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be this high. Sorry. I would there's a lot in the I don't know where my list went, but we'll talk about it after number one. There's a lot of movies I would have rather seen in the top five. And there were some movies that got votes that I was like, this is there was where I would be more if that if some of these movies that I voted for made this top five, I would have not I, I think I would have pulled like some kind of producer credit and been like, We this movie can't be in the top five. It's like the worst. <laughs> but anyway. No, I, I <laughs> top number one. Of the top five vampires, Bram Stoker's Dracula, which also wins okay. the award for having the dumbest looking Dracula, in my opinion. Well, 
look at the, that, look that at the dra- picture. That dra- fucking haircut. <laughs> um. Okay, so I like Bram Stoker's Dracula. It has the best opening of any almost any horror film ever made. The the opening puppet sequence is amazing. Um, I love everything about it. Oldman is a fantastic Dracula. Um, you got really good stuff. Uh, you know, Hopkins as Von Helsing is fun. Um, you know, Winona Ryder at the height of her powers, really great. Production design off the charts. So it's it's a great vampire movie. It's a wonderful, amazing adaptation of Bram Stoker's Dracula. I don't know that it's better than the Lugosi Dracula. You know what I mean? It's got huge production values. It's got incredible effects. It's got a great performance. But the Lugosi Dracula, in its simplicity, might be might be a little bit better just because it didn't have all these special effects and the ability to do everything they, they did in this movie. But it's didn't great. Have Keanu. Didn't have <laughs> Keanu. He's got Keanu. <laughs> I don't. It's just, I don't. I don't know. I I'm bored with this movie. I don't. <sighs> It's. Well, I think, there, I think, I think vampire there are, movies are real hard to get past me. I think that I liked. I think like Thirty Days of Night because it was an interesting angle. From Dust Till Dawn I because think, it's a I mean great writing, yeah, great action. I think, I think the interesting thing about vampire movies, like, so it, let's let's get the elephant in the room. How the fuck <laughs> is Fright Night not Fright on not, a vampire? Not make the top five. Not make the top five. Fright Night is the best American vampire movie ever made, aside from like a couple things. Um, so I don't understand. Uh, and and the couple things are movies that they're obscure. So like Martin, uh, Near Martin. Dark, Near Dark Martin. deserves to be on a list. Better well, than I mean, um, on my count, I mean Near Dark was super close. Near Dark is amazing. Near Dark was almost there. Uh, Martin got a good amount of votes. But um, these are so the, the movies that made the list are like I, I feel like they're movies that like except for Let the Right One In because that one it's interesting to me. Let the Right One In made the list. It is an obscure Swedish movie from two thousand eight. Yeah, but, but it was so have, good. I mean, some movies right, just, it was so good, so good and so different and so amazing that it bumped a lot of these other movies. Now, but the movie I don't understand how Interview of Vampires is higher than Fright Night. I don't understand how. Dracula's, I certainly don't understand how. I think a lot of this is like, they're not, I think the fun of these countdowns is that people, I think, remember them being good, but they're not, they haven't recently watched them. So we get the benefit of going back and re-watching them and going, does this deserve to be number one? Like sometimes, and also, and I'm seeing in the comments and I will address it because I did talk about this is that, Velvet said, how did Blade not make top five or Carpenter's of Bordello of Blood? And then he's, John Paul says, Blade started the comic book film Renaissance, Throw It a Freaking Bone. Blade got fucked because there was a disagreement between which Blade movie people voted for because a lot of people voted for Blade 1 and then a lot of people voted for Blade 2. So Blade it's two, split votes. Blade 2 is, Blade 2, I'm not going to lie, and, and, every, and everybody can hear this, Blade 2 is better than Blade 1. I think I'd be going back and rewatch because I had this Blade, argument. Like Blade, people said, Blade, Blade two, two, and I was Blade like, Blade two, two, and a bunch of question marks. I was like, <laughs> really, Blade two? Blade, Blade two, Blade two is actually, um, uh, is actually um, Guillermo del Toro. So Blade that's what two, it automatically better. Yes, it, yeah, it does. It, um, for me, Sometimes. it doesn't. 
Blade Absolutely. one, the bad guy was so good. Uh, just Blade it, two, Blade the bad guy is better. Great. Blade two isn't it? The reaver, the reaver virus, the reaver virus is better. Blade three is no Blade three is Dracula. With the Trinity. Blade, Blade two is reaver is the reaver virus. The vampires that kill other vampires. Yeah, but Blade three is fun for me because I mean you know my boy's yeah. in it. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Blade three, Blade three is actually terrible, but Blade two, Blade three is pretty bad. But Ryan Blade, Rose, Blade two, Blade two has the great movie. vampire design with the, 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 the cheeks yeah, that come out. out. It also has Blade two. Also has the incredible vampire strike force that's designed to kill Blade. That he has to work together to kill oh, the nest of reavers. Yeah, no, Blade one's way better than Blade two. Get the no, fuck out of here. No, Your Blade one no. is way better than Blade two. Way better. Come on. Now that you're reminding me everything that happens in Blade 2, I'm Blade like, 2 is way better. I've watched all three of them multiple times. Blade 1 is so much better. On this, I want to just put a poll onto itself, onto our page there, our group this week. Which one's the best Blade? Blade 2 or Blade, Blade 1? Which is better? It's not going to be Blade 1. Blade I'm one. telling you right now. Deacon well, Frost does not beat anybody in Blade Deacon 2. Deacon Frost is the fucking best bad guy in all of the Blade franchise. No. They better bring his ass back. That's how good. <laughs> it's great. Oh. Blade One is not better. My, than Blade. Uh, yeah, no, a lot of movies. Velvet, Velvet is all over me. In or yeah, Bordello um, Blood is is great, but Bordello Blood got some votes, but I mean, it wasn't even close. I think it got like two. The votes. other, the other one I would have liked, A Fright Night, of course, but Near Dark, Catherine Bigelow, really groovy, dark, uh, American West kind of vampire movie. You owe it yourself if you're a vampire fan to watch Near Dark at some point. I, yeah, and I mean, no, Shadow of no a Vampire Kyle. got four votes. That's one of the worst movies I've seen of my lifetime. Shadow of a Vampire is about the making of Nosferatu. It's fucking sucked. The Shadow of the Vampire is the only movie in the history of my movie-going experience I've walked out of. That's how really? bad it was. Yeah. Okay. Halfway mm-hmm. through the movie, I was like, I can't even force myself. One of the photos are great. Is great in it, though. I was like, "Fuck this movie!" And I okay, out. so I okay, I'm a little bit disappointed with the poll, but again, I, Fright Night. I don't know how. I don't know where the where the love for Fright Night never came, but Fright Night's one of my favorite movies of all time. So I don't know. Here is the poll for this week. Are we ready, Paul, to announce this? Paul came up with this, so. I'm excited yeah, about it. Yeah, imagine somebody's I uh, came up with it, but this no, is I, what we're picking I think it's a great idea. It's a great idea. It's a great idea. We had we had a lot of things on the table. It's a great idea. What we will send the poll out for tomorrow is Paul. The best kill. In a it doesn't film. have to be the movie, just the scene. The best the kill. kill. So in and I guess it could be any movie, but I mean, most likely it's going to be a horror movie. I horror assume, films. But... We want. We're doing horror films for the October. The best kill in a horror film doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter what it is. We don't care. Best kill in a horror movie. We want you to go. This person killed this person with this. Very clue like. That's what we're. That's right. And we're going to tally it up. And obviously, so, tell me what movie it is because I'm not going to know. So like this, this, and this movie, and you can do a top five. Top five. Kills? Top five best kills in a movie. Top five best kills. I'll give you an example just to get the juices ruminating. Jason X is not a good movie, right? Jason Goes to Space is not a great... Jason X is fun, but it does have one of the best kills of all time. I'll never forget it. It's Jason, um, he's on the space station, and he's been 
he's been all like mechanized and he basically takes somebody and he hits them with nitric nit, uh, nitrix and not nitric. I want to say the word freezes um, them. Yeah, he freezes them and then he takes their face and smashes it off a table and they explode in a million pieces. It's a great death. Doesn't get any better. <laughs> yes, that's yes, Jay. Yes, Kyle. Yes. Keep so, that head there, Kyle. Yes. Yeah, that's what exactly. we're looking for. That's so exactly what we're looking for. Kills Name the in a movie. movie. Name the movie and they, so that Paul can find them so we can look them up and go, oh, that is that is pretty amazing. Um, but the best kills in a horror movie, that's for our last week of, uh, of October. No, and then no, it has to be a horror movie. Those are <laughs> pretty brutal, but no, it has to be a horror movie. My um, mom was killed by a hunter. <laughs> so, yes, that that is, and we have to wrap it up because I have to go. But yes. um, So top five best kills also. So Cabin in the Woods has been voted as the movie we are going to do the watch along we to. Will, we will pick it so we just So it looks like Velvet can't do Thursday, and it looks like Missy and Kyle can't do Friday. So, two, so let's do Tuesday. How about Tuesday? I don't know. We'll have to figure. So you guys have to figure it out. You yeah. guys got to figure it out. And let me know. Um, so the show will be back at its normal time on Wednesday at nine next week. Fucking hopefully. Um, maybe so we'll we be can, back maybe on we schedule. Just, maybe we can just do it after the show. But then it'll be at 11. That's late on a Wednesday. People got jobs. Okay. Well, we could do it quick. Um, so we, could do, we this. could do it earlier Tuesday. We could do eight o'clock on Tuesday or something. Let us know. You go to the group page. Maybe I'll put like, when the fuck do you want to do it? The poll or whatever. Pick a day. Um, but it has to be before Halloween um, because two weeks we later, um, obviously we want to do a horror movie. We voted Cabin in the Woods, so let's do it near Halloween. But um, quick announcements. Uh, I don't know if the Rocky Horror people are back, but I am back at the Emmaus Theater November 14th. With my boy Tyler Rothrock, uh, we are both we're doing two shows, seven and nine. So if you live in that area, and uh, I will be in Oliphant, Pennsylvania, November twelfth. Um, that's a Thursday. I will wow. be at a bar called Bar and Company in Oliphant, doing a small show. Me and Tyler again. So if you live in that area, I will be posting the ticket link. And the reason we're trying to get this done to attempt to do this online version is because I want to do a live version and Emmaus um, and he's given me the green light to try it. So I want to see what the kinks and the, and how it goes just to, you know, Ooh, can, I Skype? can I Skype that in? Can I just... I, that's why I got to figure it out. I got to figure out all the technical I'll just things sit there and be and like, Hi. but I got to see how this works. Cause if that's how it works, then we can definitely get you, skyped in nice. and then well, we'll figure it out so well, that's a lot of stuff going on uh, let, remember man. to vote busy remember man. to vote this week best kills also what night we're going uh, to also vote also vote the real vote <laughs> also remember to really vote <laughs> yeah for real vote. yes well we can we'll have another one of those before then um but uh oh and then don't forget i mean we'll announce it again next week but um after our best kills, we are doing the best. What is the election movies? American, president? No, movies. the best American presidents. Best American president movie. The best, best American president, president just president real movie. or fictional? Put on yeah. screen. Best president. That's two weeks so, from now. So do some research. We got, good thing. we got some good things, and 
Uh, we got a, we got we have some guests lined up in the next couple of weeks. Should be really good next week for Halloween, our big Halloween episode. Um, we're, we're not going to announce it yet, but it's going to be. It, there's some good guests coming. So, thank you very much. Have a great night. Uh, thank you for coming, listening, watching Loud and Nerdy. My name is J.W. Caldwell, and you are who are you? I'm Paul Spratt. Sorry for early Damn. again. If you guys, yes, want, I know you guys don't like sports, most of you, but if anybody wants to, I will be on. NBA brawl uh, talking about the Celtics after this. Um, I don't know how to watch it live, so I probably shouldn't have brought it up, but I'll, I'll figure it That's out. That's okay. We'll, we'll find it. We'll it. But support Paul. Paul needs, and this is a big audition, and I, w- I wish you the best of luck. I hope everything goes well, man. I hope you get everything you're looking for. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But uh, okay. back next Good night, week, folks. time, bat channel. Or same, bat ta- same bat channel, same bat time. <laughs> well, not, no, it'll be different. It'll be normal time. It'll be the normal time, nine o'clock. Yep. Nine. Bye, nine, guys. Nine Have a great Wednesday. week. Happy Halloween later, and stuff. Yay. Thank you. Yay. See you guys later. Okay. Yay.